in a world entrenched in darkness, desperately seeking hope and security, a coalition of nations invoke a highly classified program, commissioned by their ancestors generations ago, for such a time when all else has failed. They called for but one man to light the flame, to carry the torch, which is really a guitar, ready to blast the battle cry. Behold, the time has come for... Rock and Roll! Oh, welcome to the show, my friends. It's great to have you with us on the program. Some quick rock and roll news, and then we will get to the reaction to our K.K. Downing interview, of course. Ozzy Osbourne tells Krang Magazine he regrets that Bill Ward was not part of the last Black Sabbath show in 2017. He says, hopefully, that maybe there will be a show where they can do one more with Bill Ward. Uh, who knows is essentially what he says in this interview, but that's kind of interesting to hear him um, say that regret to Tony Iommi has said that, uh, some others have said that as well, so uh, interesting remarks there in a wide-ranging interview with Ozzy Osbourne and Krang. Um, also, David Lee Roth surprises a fan at a bachelor party in Las Vegas, this on UCR, uh, an interesting surprise there, <laughs> uh, some video that goes along with that that's worth a watch, but we will get into uh, the... Some other highlights from the K.K. Downing interview, um, some stuff that you may have not heard uh, the first time, uh, or if you did, you'll hear it again because it's, it's good stuff. And uh, we'll have a chat about that and some of the reaction that's going on out there in the Twitter sphere, Facebook sphere, blogosphere, <laughs> all the spheres that are out there. It's Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin. Hang out. I'll tell you what, if you love Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin, and you know you do, you will love our other show, Dave Kinchin Tonight, a news talk podcast brought to you on iTunes, Spotify, you know the drill, wherever else you get podcasts. If we're not there, we should be. It's almost criminal not to be, and it won't take an act of Congress to get it done. I promise you that. So you've got your rock and roll here and a news talk show. Oh, yeah, we've got you covered. Well, it is another busy, busy day in our old city Philadelphia studios right on Market Street where everything happens and sometimes nothing at all. It's a little quieter on a holiday weekend, but not that much quieter. So hope you're having a great holiday weekend. And um, we will get into uh, some of the new developments uh, in the, the aftermath of our K.K. Downing interview and some reaction there, but um, want to just give a couple highlights, and we'll have uh, what the band says, what the band tells us, too. I have a statement from the band, um, or a comment from the band, essentially, um, which isn't much, um, but we'll get into that after we have just a couple highlights from the interview. Even I have taken umbrage to some of the things that the band said in the early days, you know, that were hurtful, you know. Sure, um, yeah. Right after I left the band, I was reading things like None of the fans are missing KK. You know, uh, Richie's brought a new energy to the band, which is, you know, that's a slap at me, really, as though I was kind of slacking, if you want to read it that way. You know, um, and so even I, you know, took Humbridge, but in the beginning, but now you have to go back and read the interviews in the way that it was said, 
you know, um, and decide then whether you want to forgive that person for saying what they did. Mm. You know, Ian actually said none of the fans are missing KK. Well, Ian, you could have said not all of the fans are missing KK. And I understand if that's the case, and, and Richie does have a firm and solid and complete um, position in the band. Well, fine, I can accept that. But then I also, at the same time, I, I need to hold him, him also responsible for not giving me the opportunity to um, to uh, re potentially rejoin the band or at least uh, being made aware that there was uh, a vacant position. All right, so we did reach out to Judas Priest Management and they do not have a comment regarding our interview with KK Downing. What I did was I reached out to their public relations representative who I've dealt with on other occasions um, and he got back to me in a very timely manner. I What I did was I put together several quotes from the interview uh, touching on some of the key things um, that were said and uh, described some other things that were said as well, sent that to him and he chatted with the band's management and they said that they do not have a comment on any of this, um, uh, the KK Downing interview. Um, there's been a lot of chatter about this online. Richie Faulkner retweeted a, a um, snippet of the interview. When we were, what we did was once we had just gotten it done, we started to get bits and pieces out there for people to get an idea of what was in, in the news and and what was said and and before we did the the big show last night where we talked about um you know we we played the full elements of of uh, what KK Downing had told us and uh when Richie Faulkner retweeted it he um he, you know certainly was uh you know he, he well he had his take on it you can read it it's on we we talk, we read his statement yesterday um you know and essentially what we said in in the um the preview was that um uh, you know K.K. Downing responds to Richie Faulkner's criticism, and Richie Faulkner took issue with the term criticism. Uh, I said, you know, since when is, is um, you know, uh, exposing untruths, what he believes to be uh, falsehoods coming from K.K. Downing, when is that criticism? And the, the point there was uh, the, the statement where he told uh, the Boston radio station WAAF any sort of backstabbing, any sort of negativity. Um, those were his words, um, talking about directly, you know, K.K. Downing's remarks um, uh, to about him and about um, the band and some of the things the band's doing now. And, and so anyway, um, you know, Richie was clearly, uh, you know, it, it doesn't take much uh, deduction to realize that Richie was saying that, uh, you know, there was, uh, he felt that K.K. Downing was, was, um, backstabbing or creating negativity uh any sort of backstabbing any sort of negativity uh towards the band because nobody else was being critical nobody else outside of judas priest largely uh has been critical of of um you know anything going on inside the band other than than kk downing who is on this show and other shows um and even in my interview with him uh when uh his book um you know Heavy Duty, Days and Nights, and Judas Priest came out. Um, no one else other than him, uh, other than KK, was really uh, expressing what I think most people would consider to be critical views of the band. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that uh, KK had said was that, uh, you know, his issues are, he clearly has more issues with Rob Halford, um, Glenn Tipton, and, and Ian Hill in management. 
relating to what KK says, and this is all from him. Okay, and again, we, you know, I'm this. This only comes from people in and or as past previously associated with the band. You know, so this isn't coming from. You know, we don't we don't report any of the rumor mills or any of that stuff. We don't do that. I mean, if there's if there's direct quotes. Um, you know, we read the direct quotes, um, just like we did with uh, Richie and just like, you know, um, with Ian a few weeks back when Ian Hill had talked about some things, uh, you know, uh, when he made the remark, you know, essentially he said, you know, words to the effect of never say never in terms of having KK Downing back in the band. But there really are no plans for that right now is, is basically from an interview. Um, Loudwire had that report, um, although um, I think they were citing another source on that but we i mean that's all archived in the in in the show um it's a continuous show by the way we we go by act one act two act three act four but it's a continuous show i mean it's 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 all one thing that lives and breathes you know we have separate episodes but it's all one living breathing thing as news happens and as we talk about various sectors of great classic rock music so I think this, and, and, you know, my takeaway is this. I mean, Richie's a guy who is an outstanding guitarist. He's an outstanding songwriter. And um, the band has said that they probably would not be, Glenn Tipton has said they probably would not be a band today if they didn't find Richie. And Richie has been a, a, a breath of new life, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, a different style and a, and a creativity that uh, has taken, the, that has cont- allowed the band to continue in what they do. Um, that's, that's all factual. Um, and I, you know, I think my sense is that both Richie and KK are, are tired of the back and forth and they're concerned about what it means for the fans. I, you know, KK told me that and Richie has said that, uh, in, in previous interviews as well. He, he said that to the, to, uh, the Boston radio station as well. And I think what was, as far as I could see his last extensive interview on this kind of matter or any sizable, interview where these kind of kinds of questions have come up. Um, so I think, you know, I, I really think, um, you know, Richie is, is doing his best to play, you know, to write great songs and, and play great songs and, and, uh, you know, help the band move forward. And he, you know, they've all said that's what they're doing. And if the reaction from the crowds is any indication, if the reaction to, uh, yes, Redeemer of Souls, but even more so Firepower is any indication they're doing that. If you look at the sales, if you look at the, the, the concert, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the seats they're selling, I mean, they're selling out arenas, you know, they're, they're one of the biggest acts. Uh, I mean, they're probably uh, more active, consistently active now in the last few years in terms of an intensity in touring uh, than ever before. Rob's voice, I mean, again, I saw them in Houston last year after singing some songs, doing some songs they haven't done in years and you know, bringing in these high vocals that he was able to do 30 years ago, probably better than he did 30 years ago. Um, you know, and, and again, I think that's, that's an objective view just by what you hear. Um, you know, he said age is nothing but a number. I mean, he's, he's out there and, and, and probably has more passion for it now than, than Rob Halford has ever had for it before. I mean, you know, and I'm sure he was always passionate about it in interviews that I've seen and as far as I can tell. So, um, you know, there's no question that what they're doing now, uh, the current band and, and, you know, that they're moving forward, they're focused on the future. And, the, and you know, Glenn Tipton is, uh, according to what Rob has said, and Ian, Ian Hill, um, 
Glenn is working through riffs and, and putting together some sequences and, and working on the next record, even as he bravely battles Parkinson's. So um, fans can't deny what's really going on in terms of the success of the band today. You know, uh, again, I'm citing, you know, just just what you see. I mean, just, you know, the, the reviews and, and everything else. Um, you know, what what is tough for all parties involved is, is this ongoing battle, legal battle over control over the Judas Priest Corporation, for lack of a better word. Um, you know, now KK did, you know, it, it was in the news that he had, um, you know, essentially sold off some some key, uh, you know, uh, you know, issues as far as, um, you know, his golf course and, and uh, some equipment, some gear. Um, and, you know, KK told me that, um, you know, it's really about, he said, it's not all about money, but this, this um, uh, battle, battle over control of the band, whatever you want to call it, really has to do with, making sure that everybody involved has something to leave for their next generation. So he wants to make sure he has something to leave, you know, for his family and his legacy. And, you know, when it's his time to go, like anybody else's, you know, he wants to make sure. And again, I'm just quoting everything he said. He he wants to make sure that there's enough for him and for everybody to, that, that he, he fights for his share uh, of his, of the legacy and, and what he can leave for the next generation and, and take care of, you know, his livelihood as well. So that's all, um, that's all out there. But I, I just, I want people to know, because I, I think, you know, you, um, just a couple of things about our approach to this. And, and I say this only because it's been generating a lot of buzz and it's been generating some strong opinions all around. And I understand that, you know, um, first of all, we're, we're fans, you know, we are fans of rock and roll on this show. And by we, I'm really mostly saying me, of course, but we're, we're fans of rock and roll. Um, the other part of that is we have great respect for any of these classic bands who are still doing what they do. For, for what, they, what great bands have done in the past, but for what they continue to do. It's not easy to go on stage every night, play new songs, wonder how the crowd's going to receive them. Um, you know, play the old stuff for new guys to come, in, newer guys um, to come into a band. Uh, like Richie, and play, you know, iconic parts and still put their own twist on it because they have to embody and and, and inhabit what they're doing uh, and add their flavor and do it and, and, and wonder how the crowd's going to react. And it's been, like I said, from everything I've seen, everything I've read, largely very favorable, okay, crowd reaction to what Judas Priest has been doing in the last two albums and the last few tours. You know, it's not easy to do that. We have a great respect for artists that, push the envelope that work hard and continue to evolve and play and and there's a lot of bands doing that um you know iron maiden is doing that um you know uh there's a lot of there's other deep purple is doing that and judas priest is doing that so we we have a great uh tip of the hat there and and you know this show is you know it's an in, another important point is this show is an independent venture from any journalistic organizations I've ever been uh, tied to or employed by. You know, this is a totally separate thing. You know, this show is not connected to, you know, I, I have, you know, I, I have a day job like anybody else. You know, this is a but. So while this show is not connect, not connected to any 
other journalist organization as an independent venture, I still bring the same uh, training. I mean, 20 years of training and practice to this program in the interest of uh, 20 years of journalism, which is fairness and balance. Now, generally in, in news and reporting, uh, there are no opinions. It's just reporting facts, especially in politics. You can't say you're a fan of a politician and still cover them fairly, um, at least in, in the hyper, certainly not now in the age that we're in, but you could never do that because it, 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 there is a taint and you, you don't want to do that. Um, music feels different. Music, um, first of all, whether we, we, we talk about bands that, that we don't necessarily, that we don't really hate. First of all, I don't hate many bands. I don't think there's really any bands I hate. There, you know, there aren't any bands that I hate. It's, it's either I like them or um, they don't really do anything for me particularly, but I understand their legacy and I understand why they're important. So because of that, um, you can still have opinion as far as being a fan and deliver fair uh, discussion. It's not really reporting technically, uh, although it is in a way, um, but fair discussion of what's going on. And that's what we've done. I mean, again, you know, if, if Richie were to come on the show, we'd, t we'd love to talk with him about everything going on. Anyone else in the band. But, you know, I think as fans, we, we want healing and we want unity and uh, fans of any group. And it's difficult to see division, you know. But you also are curious about what's going on with the groups that you love. So that's why we we did the interview, because we want to find out, you know, what's going on and, and where things may go. And, you know, and there is always the hope for resolution, which is why I asked KK if he thinks that at some point they could all jam together and just, you know, let the legal stuff or let the business stuff be the business stuff and and, you know, get back to the music. And he said, you know, I don't think so. And. That's his response. And look, there's stuff that KK has said that logically makes sense, you know, and there's stuff that Richie has said that, that logically makes sense. And that's not, uh, that's not really commentary. That's, I think that, that that's, those are fair observations. So I, I just want people to know, you know, because there is, you know, with, with the chatter on, on this interview, you know, um, we approach it from the standpoint of we will talk to anybody in this band or any band, you know, we've done a lot of interviews with, with artists, you know, we've, we've talked with Paul Stanley, you know, and when I say we, I mean, it's, it's interviews I've done, uh, and, and have aired here have, you know, usually they end up with, uh, th these interviews I do and they, you know, on a freelance basis, they end up, you know, on a write up online, uh, and then maybe something on social media and then, and then this now since, since, uh, the first week of March, which is great because it's nice to have a hub where we can bring everything together um, and, and just multi-purpose it, you know. Um, but it, we we will talk to anybody about anything related to music. I mean, it's, you know, not just Joe Blow, but um, but anybody in a band or affiliated with the band or a gear maker, uh, a manager, uh, you know, things like that. You know, people in the, the old music video industry, whatever, you know. People in the old days of MTV and, and rock radio. I mean, we, we will talk to anybody who... But but when it comes to the bands themselves, we want to go straight to the horse's mouth. We want to go straight to the sources. We, you know... Um, 
what we read from other interviews, we cite where it came from uh, and wherever we can. And, and we, read, we, we read it in every context that's given to us, you know, that we can find. Um, but again, it's all part of a developing, you know, things like this, the Judas Priest situation is part of a developing story and a developing source. So, um, or, well, the sources are, are multiple, but the stories are developing. So this is not over yet anytime soon. You know, I think everybody says, hang in there, you know, um, bands are unique creatures in the sense that, um, you we don't know. It's even like our favorite companies, like your favorite, if you have a favorite car company or a favorite guitar company or a favorite, you know, makeup company, whatever it may be. Um, we don't know what really goes on behind the scenes. You know, human nature is that things can be emotional and things do get territorial. There's passion. This is all, it's, it's human nature. And so what's going on in the priest organization and, you know, current former members it is no exception, I'm sure, um, because they're all human beings. And, you know, we want the best for everybody, you know, and certainly for the fans. And, that, and that's, not, that's not a platitude or a lost throwaway line. We sincerely believe that. I sincerely believe that. Um, but I do think that, um, you know, sometimes it's good to not know everything going on behind the scenes, <laughs> you know, and I'm speaking broadly of anything, of any, you know, of any band, of any, you know, so, I mean, we want to know, we certainly have questions and we want to find out everything we can, but sometimes, you know, you figure, hmm, maybe we don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we, we do what's right and we do the best to do what's right, but, um, but you can think that of any organization. You can think that of, of your favorite producer of of wine or or scotch or whatever you know you love the company you love what they do you don't really know everything that goes on behind the scenes and 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 you know quite frankly maybe you don't want to know and 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 honestly certain things are private certain you know there are public entities that can absolutely be private um the other thing too is that these aren't public officials so even though they're public bands and they're supported by the people, they're not, they don't, they're not on taxpayer dollars, largely. So it's not like we would approach, you know, as a journalist, I wouldn't approach these guys the same way I would, you know, a, a politician suspected of corruption. And I'm not saying anybody here is suspected of it. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, you know, there's a different approach to public officials who have to be accountable to the public. Um, yes, millions of fans support many, many bands, but those bands or artists don't have to give any statement. They don't have to do anything that they don't really want to do unless they're required by their contracts. You know, um, they don't, you know, I, I think, you know, you always see it could be a really bad game, but your favorite sports team or whatever, they always have to give a press conference. I don't know if that's required. That might be a contractual thing. Um, and they're not necessarily, they're public figures, but they're not public officials, you know, but it's, it's different. You know, the, the it, it, you know, the, we're not, we would never knock on anybody's door and demand a comment from any of these bands that have whatever going on, because that's not how you approach it. Um, they have the right, just like priest told us 
no comment. They have the right to do that. Richie has the right to see it and say it the way he sees it and says it, and so does KK. Uh, and we just want to present a balanced picture. And so that's and that's that's all we're trying to do here. You know, um, we assume nothing. We um, the only thing I can assume is that both sides really are wary uh, are are really aware of what's happening and how this impacts the fans, and they're all concerned about that. So hopefully that leads to some kind of resolution, whatever that may be. Um, but what's safe to say is that there will be Judas Priest music for a good amount of time to come. There will be Judas Priest shows for a good amount of time to come. And I think, you know, for the fans, that's the best part. We can still celebrate uh, the music of bands that are still around and perform, and, and even if they're not around. But when they're still on the road, especially, you know, after we've lost so many rock stars in recent years, when they're still on the road and it's still some version of the band, you know, at the end of the day, that is a big, and, and I mean this, I think that is a big win. So that's our show on this topic, at least until the topic comes back around in the news and we do what we have to do as, uh, you know, music uh, journalists. We cover it fairly and accurately and uh, we will keep interacting on this topic and many others on Twitter at Dave Kinchin USA and on Facebook, search Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin and we're there. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and wherever else you get podcasts. We are out there and we've got uh, some other really good interviews coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks here with some major names in music, not just heavy metal, but hard rock, uh, maybe a little bit of blues too, or I guess you could say bluesy rock from the old days, you know, that kind of thing. So we've got some good stuff coming up and, uh, you know, we just, uh, we're super happy to have you with us and uh we're gonna keep it going two months solid now on this program uh and uh but we've been doing music journalism for many years and it all comes together right here on rock of nations with dave kinchin and we are back before the start of next week actually you know what we may do yeah we'll do something on my i think we'll do something around monday we'll do something we'll talk about some music on monday yeah it sounds good but have a great holiday weekend and take care of yourselves and each other Oh, that sounds like an old daytime TV show. Well, anyway, we'll talk to you soon.